Silvernagle, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good, Gary. How are you doing? Good, good, good. We got uh, we got a fun show installed for today. We're going as the the title is what it is. We're talking about 801s <laughs> and no socks for showings. That's that's a, that's the name <laughs> of the show today. So we're gonna have some fun with that. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so as realtors. And as coaches and mentors, Jen and I are always asking, Jen has no idea I'm doing this. Uh, how do we stand out from the crowd? And um, about a month or two ago, I told my family, guys, we're changing the Wi-Fi at our house. They looked, looked at me like, what are you talking about? So this is what I came up with. Here we go. We're going to flip screens. And I changed the Wi-Fi in our house to this, your realtor, Gary. So now when anybody joins our Wi-Fi, they got to join <laughs> the Wi-Fi that says your realtor, <laughs> Gary. And anyone in our neighborhood now knows that, hey, that house over there, there's a realtor living in that house. So how how about that a little realtor hack for the day? That's <laughs> <laughs> so random. I love it. <laughs> I knew I'd catch you off guard with that one. What I want to know really is when you get a deal from it. That's when you come tell us. My hack works. I okay. got my neighbor across the street was like, I saw your Wi-Fi. I know <laughs> yeah. you're a realtor and I want to sell my house. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, nice. I'm telling you, we got to stand up in the crowd, right? Like it You was, know what? Um, Every way you can. Yeah. yeah. The Wi-Fi, our Wi-Fi, my Wi-Fi, Jenna, you'll appreciate this. For the last... I don't know, however long we've had Wi-Fi. Like, what is that? Like 10, 15, probably 15 years. It was yeah. it was Chelsea after my favorite football club in England. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> Your neighbors yeah. are probably like, who's this Chelsea girl? I don't know anybody named Chelsea <laughs> on the <this> street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle King loves the name of the title. No socks, no shows. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Yes, yes, you're right, Dylan. Shameless plug. But I'm telling you, go out and do this. So you got to race home, Dylan, and change it to to your realtor, Dylan, not Jen. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So That's have a little fun, though. right? Like stand out. We always talk about Jen. How do you yeah. stand out from the crowd? And even if you're out, you know, mowing the lawn and you see your neighbor and all of a sudden, like now all of a sudden there's a connection there, right? Because yeah. if we're not, um, you know, there's that old saying, if you were to fall over and die <laughs> and so and tried to figure out who you were would they know you're a realtor yeah yeah and I, I mean what's in what's could be cool about it too is that you know your neighbors might not actually know what you do right if you're if you don't talk about it and your car is not wrapped and things like that so that could be a, an opportunity for them to just say hey i didn't know you were a realtor like i don't know if it'll we'll find out if it works or not but uh it's whenever you can create an opportunity to even have one extra conversation, it's worth trying, right? What's, what's the worst that's going to happen in that boat. And this is fun too. I like it. Like it's, uh, it it's, is, you know, it is fun. It's, it a, is. it's, it's something that you can, uh, you can play with, right? Yeah. yeah. Michelle, if I can figure out how to do it, I'm going to do it. Yes. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. It's uh, and and get creative. I, I I get creative with whatever your Wi-Fi name is. I'm your realtor. Whatever. Yeah. All, yeah. all sorts yeah. of stuff. Um, that was just what I came up with, and and uh, my kids looked at me like, "All right." <laughs> but then they're they, gonna have like they're gonna have their friends over and be like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed." <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, I gave them the opportunity to create 
a, a password for the Wi-Fi. So that's how they got to buy into it. So there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. We're going to start a trend here, guys. I can, uh, I predict it now. I like We're going to see agents all over the place in the next year changing their Wi-Fis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and maybe maybe get creative. Like it's it's your KW agent, Gary, or something like that. Or your KW yeah. agent, Michelle, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even hotspots, right? Like when you're in a coffee shop or a restaurant or something like that. And, and I know for Apple, I don't know about Android, but when you go to join a network, you can see other people's phones and hotspots and airdrops and things like that. Like if you change those names and play with that too, you never know what someone might see or respond to. So it's worth a shot. What's the worst that's going to happen? Absolutely. I love that. Instead of just like Gary's phone or Gary's iPhone. Yeah. Your yeah. words are Gary. Yeah. 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 I heard yeah. the fun. Okay. Before we haven't got into the show yet. So I, I was, um, <laughs> I think I was going through TikTok or Instagram. I can't remember the other day. And <laughs> this guy comes on and goes, I love playing practical jokes on airplanes or buses. And he's going <laughs> on. And he starts randomly airdropping photos of himself to to oh, everyone no. that's around him. So I, I forget what he was an entrepreneur of something, right? But it was pretty funny. I'm like, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see somebody running with that and like airdropping their business card to everyone in the restaurant who has an apple or something. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, we should get on here. We should probably get yeah. into a show and, and all sorts of stuff here. So let's roll the intro. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so the first topic of discussion is, what is it? It's, it's 801s. I had to look at the notes, Jen. It's 801s. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you had uh, you had some interesting comments and we were just chatting about with, with 801s. And it's mm -hmm. really, I think the question was, are they mandatory? So I'm going to throw, throw that out there, Jen, as, as a buying agent, and you're the listing agent, are 801s mandatory for, for me to bring an offer? Mm -hmm. No. The answer to that is no, they are not mandatory. Okay, um, that was easy. What Next is, topic. <laughs> yeah, when we're done, we're done here. Yeah. And what, what is mandatory is that there is a something stating that you've submitted an offer, right? That you have a signed offer and you're going to be presenting, whether that's an email um, or it's an 801 or anything like that. What what, where 801s came from was when multiples first started happening. I'm sure you probably remember this too, Gary. And there was always people suggesting that there was ghost offers or agents lying about the number of offers. And in order to try and regulate that and have a tracking system, the 801 was put in place so with the idea that the listing agent would keep a copy of all 801s that were submitted on an offer night at a property. Um, they never made it mandatory. A lot of brokerages don't require it. Some do. I know ours do. It's part of our package that we have to upload into our command system and all of that. But it's if an agent doesn't want to provide you one, they don't actually need to. So that leads to the next part of this conversation. Gary, I'll throw this one to you. What's the point of the 801? Why do we fill it out and why should we fill it out? Yeah, I have no idea. To, to be all to, to be completely <laughs> honest and peel the onion away, um, as as Jen said, our brokerage does require the eight hundred one. However, when it's available, 
right? Uh, something does yeah. need to be sent to us as listing agents. And whether that's the first page of the offer, um, that that could be used an email state if Jen, for instance, is the buying agent from another brokerage, she, she can simply send me as the listing agent an email, I have an offer signed, and we're ready to, to uh, have it um, presented to the sellers. That's yeah, that, that, I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's the instruction from the buying agent. And that's all you need. Um, why? Why does it exist? I, for many reasons, um, none which I think hold a lot of water, for instance. But if a, here, Jen and I were talking about this too earlier, if a brokerage requires the 801 and it's in their in their um, the broker's comments, for instance, in the listing, why? Why? What am I trying to say? Why start off on the wrong foot? You know, if you yeah. have it, send it. If it's part of your listing pack, or sorry, your your um, purchase and sale agreement that you're going to send to your buyer, just have them sign it, right? And better to start off with all the right paperwork for the listing agent and not to start off abrasive and things like that because uh, you and you know, both agents got to work together on getting that home sold, whether it's in multiples or, or not, right, Jen? Yeah, no, absolutely. And the amount of times that happens always baffles me. Like I've had multiple agents like fully fight with me over an 801. And even when I explain to them, it's bro my brokerage protocol. I need to submit it. It's part of our process. It's not, I'm not, I'm not personally forcing you to do this. I understand that it's not mandatory. However, my office has a process and I, as an agent there, follow that process. So I still need the form right now. If I can't get it ultimately, that's okay. That's not the point though, right? Um, the point is why would you kind of stake your claim on that hill? Like just if they require it, complete it and fill it out. And there's no good reason not to really. It doesn't, you know, it's one extra signature per client and it's, it's showing the time and the irrevocable of the offer, which is already on page one. So it's not new information. It's not undisclosed information. You're not putting anything out there that they wouldn't already know. Um, and, you know, why not have that document to state that, hey, yes, I did submit my offer and it was at this time because that's again, it, it's also an extra step to show your clients if if they ever question something. Right. Um, so, you know, that's how I would look at it, that it's I agree with you, Gary. I'm not quite sure what purpose it serves anymore beyond just tracking, um, especially when some agents submit and some don't, then it's not really an effective tool. That being said, you know. Just, just do it. Just <laughs> like, do it. Yeah, if a yeah. broker requires it, just, just do it and make the listing agent happy. Don't make us chase you for one page that ultimately is kind of just more irritating than anything else, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I know, yeah. No, yeah. all I was gonna say is, as buying agents, and and you're in multiple offers, and and the deal um, closes without you winning or being the the accepted offer. Um, there's there was. And sometimes still is uh, the thought process out there. Well, just send me all the 81s because I want to see all the offers. Well, yeah. agent, the listing agents cannot do that, right? It, it's not no. to prove how many offers came in to say, hey, I got eight offers or 15 offers and here's all the listing agents because that has private information on it. That has the seller or the, sorry, the buyer's client's information on it and, and uh, that can't be shared. Yeah. So play, yeah, play you would have the to sandbox go... that's created for you, right? Yeah. And the process there, in case you're wondering, if you ever did want to verify is that you have to contact your broker of record 
who then has to contact the other brokerage broker of record, and then they can then disclose behind closed doors those 801s. We can't as agents, right? That's so, right. Um, yeah. And here's another interesting thing, and, and, and maybe we'll talk about this a little later on the show as well. But when you go to register an offer on Broker Bay, it asks you to submit an 801, right? And you have to submit it. So, how does that work if you don't have one completed? Do you not use Broker Bay? Do you email the agent instead? What's that protocol? Do you email the front desk of that listing brokerage? And then you're making arguably making more work for yourself when you could have just included it in your package and then just uploaded that page, right? It's faster. So, yeah. you know, it it's it's one of those tools that it's not worth fighting over. That's kind of the stance I always take. I'm just like, and I've had agents really get upset about it, about the fact that we were asking for it and like really fly off the handle about it. And I've, I've never really known how to navigate that because the conversations never made sense to me. Like, why, why, like, this is what you're upset about? Like, wait till we counter you. <laughs> like, this <laughs> yeah. is just an 801. <laughs> yeah, save your energy for some of the yeah. things that really matter in the offer, right? Yeah, yeah. You know that condition you put in? Like, that's coming out, right? <laughs> like, right. fight over that. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it, but here we are. So, um, yeah, that's a question that comes up a lot in coaching, just kind of because agents get put in that position a lot where they, they're, especially new agents where they're expecting an 801 and then they don't get it. And they're kind of going like, am I supposed to have it? Is an incomplete op package if I don't have it? Just understanding what the form really, how it functions, I think is important. So. Very good. Okay, we're moving on. And we're moving on to showing etiquette. And as as we're doing that, I want you to think of the strangest, not you, Jen, our listeners, and uh, the strangest showing experience you've ever had. That's what I want you to think about. Because sometimes it's funny and sometimes you just kind of shake your head at it. Anyways, mm -hmm. uh, showing. So here we go. Okay, showing <laughs> etiquette. And I had to ask Jen where she wanted to go with this. And I'm like, what? That's a thing that happened. So you set the table here, Jen. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was looking at uh, some posts online and I saw a very comical post about showing etiquette and, you know, in, in specific directed towards guys. However, it could apply to everybody. So I will blanket state with that, with the, with the comment that when you are showing a home, especially if there are sellers at home, or, you know, sometimes it's elderly people or things like that. Please wear socks with your shoes, with your dress shoes or your shoes, guys, because the whole the whole premise was that there was an agent who had to be at the showings with her clients who were elderly clients. And she was commenting on the amount of specifically male agents that came through the house, especially in the summer, take their shoes off and they're just walking around barefoot with, you know, like gross hairy feet <laughs> essentially <laughs> and you know whether it's male or female that's just you know that's not cool when the sellers are there so put on socks or put on pantyhose or make sure your feet look presentable but obviously more importantly have proper dress etiquette at a showing right don't show up looking like a bum or you know looking too casual you're still professional you're representing yourself you're representing the industry uh, and think about who might be at the house right who's going to see you and see your feet <laughs> more importantly not that i want to focus on feet but like you know it's a good point so if you are going to be barefoot at least you know go get a pedicure first or something yeah really but <laughs> i like i think i think there's like maybe a new video or a post or who knows but how socks yeah. can close the deal maybe that's it i don't know <laughs> 
you know what? Maybe, maybe, right? Those sellers that are at home and you're the guy that came in and walked around with no socks on, on their new floors or something, and it bothered them, you know, they might remember that. Who knows? I don't know. But either way, it's kind of gross. So, oh, uh, totally, totally. Especially yeah. when uh, you're the only offer and and the seller remembers you from a bad experience, right? Yeah. Like that can, yep. like that complaint. Remember, we're, we're typically dealing with um, people's biggest asset, right? And, and it can get very emotional, right? And, and sometimes it just takes the strangest thing um, to create yeah. a roadblock, if you will, right? And, and uh, yeah. no socks yeah. could be one of them. Who knows? <laughs> it, it could be. What do they say? 30 seconds is how long? Is it even 30? that it takes someone to form their first impression of you. And that that first impression is going to include shoes or no shoes, socks or no socks, right? So um, take that into account and, and consider that, that you're, the other agent might be at the home, the sellers might be there. And even, um, this is off topic a little bit, but if you ever watch those HGTV shows, like the renovation shows or the, you know, love it or list it or stuff like that, they always wear their shoes in the house. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. It drives me crazy every episode. Like, they take do. your shoes off. Like, people have carpets, you know, it's like it's raining out, especially when they're in Vancouver and stuff. I'm like, you're walking into their carpeted house with wet shoes on, you know, like have a little bit of decency towards the homeowner's property also. And that's a big part of the etiquette of it all. But yeah, yeah. yeah. so in say- summary, Wear socks. Wear socks. And I, and I will say, if yeah. a lot of those um, shows from HGTV are filmed in the States, that's an American thing. You don't take your shoes off until yeah. you basically go to bed. You wear them all day in inside every house. Um, I, yeah. I know, uh, I remember I, I had clients and uh, we were showing homes through the winter and this client was so smart. She always, and, and women can do this because t- women typically carry larger purses and, and so forth. She kept a little yeah. pair of those little roll-up, not slip they were slipper shoes like just throw them on even if you're a guy like there's nothing wrong with bringing a a pair of like extra extra shoes or anything like that just to throw on yeah or something especially in the winter for sure or as a listing agent if you're concerned about it or your clients are going to be home go buy boxes of those disposable booties and leave them at the front door and ask people to put them on right um so that they're uh that they're always covered, whether they leave their shoes on or they have no socks. At least there's something on the person's feet. Um, Yeah, have a pair of ballet slippers. Exactly, Michelle. Like you can, there's lots of ways around this. It shouldn't really be a topic of conversation (laughs) that we're having. And it's somehow, it it seems to be a bigger problem than we're aware of. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Those Those blue covers, you can buy those in boxes pretty easily online just have them at the house and have it as a request that people put them on, right? If they don't want to take their shoes off. Um, but yeah, I thought, A, I thought it was hilarious. Honestly, I, I had a good laugh when I read the comment because it was written uh, quite flowery and quite comically. Um, and, and then also um, it's a valid point, right? We don't know who's going to be at the house. So think about how you're showing up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been so self-conscious of my feet now, but that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> I gotta go to get a pedicure. Gary's thinking about all the times he went into a house barefoot now. <laughs> yeah, really. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm you sure know, it's never. I, I know you wouldn't do that. You, you know what's a good summer when you've got, okay, do you wear flip-flops? Or I'm just going to say it like I, like I, I know it, Jen. Or do you wear thongs on your feet? Oh, 
or or slides. Well, so this is what I learned this summer that the flip flops are now called slides. They're not flip flops anymore. What? Yes. Yeah. Because tongs are the ones with the little toe thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, those are what I consider yeah. flip flops. Yeah. No. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. So those are flip flops, but the ones you slide your foot into that doesn't have the toe thing. That's still a flip flop is now a slide just so everybody knows. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. you, Anyways, I learned that these... this summer. I wear slides personally, yeah, not, yeah. A, not a flip-flop thong I'm a flip-flop thong, and, and <laughs> my feet have the tan lines to prove it. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. That's how I know it was a good summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what we're talking yeah. about on KWRC-TV. What do my tan lines stuff. look like? That's yeah. right. <laughs> okay, we should move on to something a little bit yeah. more um, less fun, Real I guess. Related. But we'll make it fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, look at that. We're going to skip right to it. Okay, wait, hang on. Okay. Michelle's got an appointment. Uh, I call them thongs and always get corrected to flip-flops. They're thongs. They're yeah. flip-flops. Whatever. Okay, Same let's try game. this again. We're going to do this. And we're going to do that just, just to make sure I did it. <laughs> Collateral agreements. Oh, here we go. Let's remove that. Okay. Yeah. Collateral agreements, Jen, quickly, what are they? And let's have a conversation around uh, how to use them, when to use them, and what to use them for, in a sense, right? Yeah. So short answer is a collateral, collateral agreement is a commission discount, right? Whether it's on the listing side, um, usually on the listing side, and then also you get into the discussion of, and some agents refer to the buy side as a collateral agreement as well. Although I'm not sure if that's correct, but that's how the common terminology. It's more on the listing side when you give your sellers a discount, whether it's in one particular situation, for example, oh, that neighbor, if they buy, we'll, we'll do the deal for 2.5 instead of five, or if it's just, you know, you're doing it at 4% instead of 5%, something like that. Yeah, like like a, a collateral agreement could be we're we're gonna list the home at five percent, and if I'm the listing agent and I happen to represent a buyer, I'll do it at four and a half percent or something. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's typically where we see them the most. Now, yeah. Now, yeah. now, Jen, when when my listing goes into uh, multiple offers or. Uh, you're bringing me an offer and I have an offer. How do like, how do I navigate that collateral agreement? What do I got to do with it? And maybe, maybe how should I handle it in, instead? Yeah, this is always such an interesting question. And, and we, we get asked this a lot as well. So if it's a situation where it's multiple offers, um, you know, and you have multiple buyers, then I think the general rule of thumb should be that, you know, deal with it on your own privately after the fact. It shouldn't impact the negotiation at that point, right? Um, if you do have a collateral in place as a listing agent, and then you're in a situation where you're bringing an offer and you're going to hold that collateral, you do have to notify everybody that there is a collateral and, and how it's going to impact the price. So we are obligated to disclose at that point. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I if it's just you and one other offer, if there's just one buyer agent and you, it, it doesn't, they don't need to know that that was in place. You don't need to disclose unless it impacts anybody else who's bringing an offer. Yeah. Well, 
it does in a sense, right? And, and from mm-hmm. the perspective of Jen has an offer and I have an offer, however, I've got a collateral, collateral where my commission is reduced. I, in that case, I have to tell Jen as the other, yeah. uh, buying agent or, or cooperate, possible cooperating agent. Um, I know our brokerage takes a stand, not the stand, the advice uh, perhaps is better said that if I'm the listing agent and I have a collateral agreement and I'm bringing a buyer to that listing, Jen, Michelle King, others are also bringing me an offer. It's best that that collateral agreement just gets shoved aside and then yeah. it becomes no collateral agreement. You're, you're selling that home at that agreed original commission rate and offering right. a, a cooperating commission, uh, which is typically at two and a half percent. That's way, if you want to stay out of the hot water at, when it yeah. comes to Rico and Trev and different violations, and especially with clients, that's the best way to do it. Just get rid of that collateral yeah. agreement in a multiple offer situation. Yeah. I mean, it's the cleanest way to do it. And ultimately, you know, I know a lot of agents will hesitate and go, well, but I already agreed to give them that discount. But once you get into multiples, you know, is a, there's a really simple script around that to say, you know, first of all, we obviously have to comply with, you know, fair market and the competition act and make sure everyone's on the same page. But also, you know, why would you want to pay other people who are, you know, bringing in an offer more than you would be willing to pay me if I brought you the same offer knowing I'm working for you, right? So let's make it fair and even across the board and then work with the best possible offer. And that way everyone has a fair chance and you get the best possible offer because nobody else is going to hesitate now that they know that there's there's no collateral in place, right? Yeah. When agents hear of a collateral, they tend to kind of go, well, what's the point? right? You get kind of get that a lot or they, they, you know, they don't compete as aggressively or they feel that they're at a disadvantage and it changes their mindset or their approach or their buyer gets defeated faster. You don't really want to put them in that position. You want to make them feel like everyone's got an equal shot to win. Uh, and then you're going to get the most out of the multiples, right? Yeah. That's a great point, Jen, is we want to reward the agent that's going to bring us the best possible offer. Mm-hmm. And we are not rewarding them if we start cutting commission um, from that perspective, from the collateral agreement perspective. And yeah. and uh, that's a great, great point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say one of the other times when this discussion comes up a lot, um, especially with coaching, and that is that when you're in multiples and you're one of um, the buyer agents on the other side, and another buyer agent reduces their commission at the last minute to get the deal done, right? So let's say, you know, I'm rep, there's six offers, I'm repping one of the buyers and I'm the top three at the end. And then I get that phone call from the other listing agent going, well, you know, you guys are all really close and we got one agent who's gonna cut their commission by 1% in that final moment. Um, is there protocol around how to handle that? And as a listing agent, Gary, what would you do in that situation? Would you allow that last minute commission cut or would you set expectations differently at the beginning? Yeah, it, you nailed it. It's all about setting the expectation, uh, not only with your seller, but with those potential co-op uh, agents. And typically that's done. We've seen it done really well over the last year in um, an offer instruction email. You know, how, mm-hmm. how is the listing agent to receive the offers by when what's need, what needs to be included and what's not acceptable. 
And the not acceptable part is the, the reduction of the buyer's commission. That just yeah. keeps everyone on the equal playing field. Um, I love when that email goes out. I've seen it a number of different times from listing agents. Uh, when that goes out and it's so detailed like that, I know yeah. if I'm the buying agent, I'm sure you too, Jen, as well, everyone's going to get an equal chance at this and, and there's no gains being played or anything like that. Uh, there's nothing on the yeah. side door, if you will. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love that email when it comes out like that. And if you're a yeah. buying agent and you want to create an opportunity for your buyer, as Jen alluded to right off the top of this topic, you can, you can rebate a commission on closing for them. You don't have to reduce yeah. it at the time of the negotiation. Right. Uh, between the two yeah. agents, between the buyer and seller. So re use use the rebate in that situation where you still want to offer your buyer their best the best possible opportunity for them, right? Yeah, it doesn't have to happen during the negotiations. Not not at all. It's not required. Nor do you have to disclose it to the listing agent or brokerage if you decide after the fact to give them. 0.5% rebate. You you have every right to do that as a as a choice as a realtor for your own business, right? So just keep it out of the discussion, get the deal and then figure out how you want to do it later if that's something that you choose to do. But don't disclose it and don't bring it up during the negotiations. Um and I'll tell you, I love those emails that go out with all of the details. Like I follow it to a T when I get it cuz I'm like, yeah, you spent the time outlining this. This is what you want and if I follow it, I've got the best chance based on what I can afford, based on what my client can afford. So I'm going to follow it to the point that now when agents don't send it, it actually throws me off a little bit. I'm like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? When are we presenting? Like what's happening when like, it just, it's, it's so much cleaner. Um, it keeps us protected. I know in, in uh, our office specifically in the additional forms um, folder through kwrc.ca that we have a sample letter that you can just take and create a template even in broker bay so that you have it ready to go and you can just send it out to everybody who showed it day of offers. So it's even a great tool for reminding people that, Hey, today's offer day on my listing. Yeah. Right. That, so if you are interested, here's what you need to know. That's, um, that's a great segue into our next topic. <laughs> but <we're laughs> I didn't even know, but look at that. Yeah. 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 So let's, yeah. Uh, let's roll into that. Okay, our next topic. You're thinking, what the heck is that? Home inspections. That's not right. I Hang was like, are we, did we discuss that, Gary? Yeah, yeah. yeah I told you I'm going to surprise you a little here. bit. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, whoa, here we go. Now I'm getting all, there we go. We're going to do something <laughs> like this. And we're going to talk about um, Broker Bay. And yeah. um, as, as we all know, Broker Bay is being launched uh, right across Toronto Real Estate Board. Our brokerage has had it for quite some time. I put together a little video for the app uh, earlier today that I put out on YouTube. But Jen and I thought it'd be kind of good to go through this a little bit from the app perspective and, and booking showings. As Jen was just talking about, there's, there's also ways to manage your listing and to email all the showing agents of the updates and how many offers came in and things like that. And what I love too, Jen, if, I'm, if I got a listing and I've received an offer, I don't have to really do anything because broker bait does it all for me. Right. Like it, yeah. it tells you as one of the showing agents that an offer has come in and then second, third yeah. and, four, and so on. Right. It's great from that perspective. 
Yeah, it, it's such a great tool. It's funny. You just reminded me. I was I was talking to a new agent last week, and they're asking about the office, and they're like, "Does your admin do this? And does your admin do that?" And I every answer. I was like, "Well, that's Broker Bay. Well, that's Broker Bay. Well, that's Broker." And I was just like, "Man, it's it's such a phenomenal tool for our business when we know how to use it, and we we use it accordingly because it saves us a ton of time as listing agents." But it also does a bunch of extra stuff like you. I know you're going to share it later, so I'm not going to spoil it. But you shared something with me today that I didn't even know it did until right now. So, yeah, um, you know, it, it's a wealth of of tools and support for your business. So make sure you you train yourself on it um, for many reasons. But the first one being the amount of time it saves you. The amount of time. Absolutely. So uh, mm -hmm. we've all got Broker Bay on our phones. And if you don't, you absolutely should. So just go to the the app store or, or Android store and simply search Broker Bay and download the app. Log in with, with the credentials your brokerage has given you. And you'll be brought to this homepage. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, if I had listings at the moment, uh, you'd see them all right there and, um, and all the different tasks and so forth. But <clears throat> excuse me. Here's what I love about it is I can flip over to the brokerage um, piece right here. This has all of our brokerage listings on it, whether they are residential leases or, or for sale, commercial, you name it, exclusives, they're all in here. So you ever wanted to know all the listings that we have? They're all here. And you see some red ones I saw somewhere here. I believe those are the exclusives. Yeah, there you go. And you can look at all those. I think it's great. You can see what's available. Um, you can flip on to see what's coming soon or new construction on the MLS stuff. You can go by price. The other cool mm -hmm. thing is, oh, I'm going to go back there, is I won't flip it on any of these, but these, these are all of the agent's contact information. So here's the thing. Whatever office you are registered out of, and you don't have that person's phone. You're looking for one of our agents. You don't have that phone number. Instead of going through or calling our, our office and so forth, just go right into Broker Bay. And, and yeah. I know Jen's registered out of Aurora. And if I'm registered out of a Aurora location, I can just pull up her, her contact information. It's so awesome that way. Um, and you can, if I'm not mistaken, Gary, you can message them through Broker Bay. Oh, so totally. you don't even have to like, you don't even have to go outside of the system to send them a message or a text or call them. You just do it right in Broker Bay, right? Yeah. So you can communicate that way. It's way faster. And, you know, if you're if you're one of those people that likes to run Facebook ads and generate leads through listings and you need to get the agent's permission to do it, if you come in here, search the listing, find the one you want to advertise and then go to the agent's name. You have their contact info right there. You can request permission get an answer and off you go. It's, it's like one step instead of five that we normally yeah. have to take. Right. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. This stream is amazing. How about that? So Jen will get that <laughs> <laughs> it's been sent and it just comes yeah. up like in your messaging app or sorry, like a messaging app. So it's right there. Yeah. Um, I can back out of here. And this is the cool part that not a lot of people know about. And we're often, you know, when we're on the road and we want to, Hey, this is, so here's a listing here. And, um, I was looking at this, <clears throat> excuse me. And it gives me all the MLS information, right? This is fantastic. The only thing it doesn't have in here is the broker notes. Now I'm not saying that I know cause I don't, but I wouldn't be surprised once we are fully integrated with Treb, 
that the broker notes show up on this as well. That would not surprise yeah. me at all. It's not here at the moment no. though, but it does give me the offer details. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, room sizes. And, and of course, if I wanted to book a showing, I would simply just click that big blue button and um, I'd hit next. Yeah, I want to book it for myself. And I choose the day. And of course, anything in red, I can't choose. Right. So, That's really cool. And, and so you could even like screenshot this to your clients if you wanted to and say what works better, seven or eight. Right. Yeah. That's a and great show them idea. or show them the availability or the booking so that they can see that there's it's actually booked that much, right? So because sometimes, you know, we we know how active properties are, but to create urgency or motivation for your buyers, seeing something like that could could help with that. And again, you have access to it right here. So that can help. You can also, there's your register offer button again, like we talked about. If you are submitting an offer, you can do it right from your app, right from your phone. You don't have to go to the computer or get back to a laptop or get to the office. Uh, as long as you have the offer signed, you can register it. Um, and that's a really fast way to do it as well. Yeah, for sure. The other cool thing mm -hmm. here, Jen, is I'm looking at, I'm here in the app and I say to myself, Jen's my buyer. Um, Sorry, a text came in. I was trying to read it. And Jen's my buyer. <laughs> I, I can send it directly to Jen and that link will show up right on her phone. She does not, she's my buyer. So obviously she does not have, I just heard it get sent to you. <laughs> I just, I was saying, I just got it. There's a link to the listing. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes up whether she's on her phone or laptop or whatever, you can email it to people and now all of a sudden she can view that listing. It's, and here's the best part. I haven't got into the best part yet. Those are just, you know, listings here. If I want to search up um, listings at the very bottom, you'll see those two people waving at each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> pretending to work. I think that's, that's, that is what realtors look like when they're working. Evidently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but when I'm pretending to work, I wave my arms about like crazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just got an iPad and I'm messaging people anyways. Um, click on, <laughs> click at the very bottom, <laughs> click on that magnifying glass. And that brings you to this page and you can do one of two things. You can type in, uh, the city or the area that you want to look in or what I like to, cause I hate typing. Why type when you can hmm. click or point, just click on the screen anywhere <laughs> that goes away. And then the top right, I can hit, click that little map icon and it pulls up where I am. And if you look, it's pulling in all those listings. Treb is even this fast when you go onto Stratus yeah. and just look at them all pop in. It, it is absolutely amazing. And of course at the top, you can toggle between for lease and for sale. You can change the statuses there as well. And again, all I need to do is click on one of those little icons and it shows me exactly what's there. Let's look at one of the houses actually. I'll click on that and I can click right into there and boom, I have all the information that I'm looking for. And uh, look at the taxes on that baby. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, this to me is so great. It gives me the listing agents contact information so I can message them yeah. right from here, call them. Um, as we said, send this uh, listing to our buyer. And the other thing, Jen, that we haven't mentioned that I love is your showing instructions. 
stay in the app. They don't, well, yeah. they do get emailed to you if that's how you choose to interact with the app, but they stay within the app. So at the very, at the, at the homepage or the landing page, it'll have your, your future showings. You just click on it and it gives you all the showing instructions. Now yeah. I'm all excited love, about this my... because Jen's been using this for a couple of years now. As I, as I roll back <laughs> into servicing my clients, I've just started using this over the last month or two. And I'm like, what have yeah. I been missing out on? This is so good. This is amazing. Absolutely. And one of the things that's really cool about it too, it doesn't always like work out. If you're out showing clients a property and you see a coming soon sign or you see an exclusive and you open up Broker Bay with the map and it's it's an exclusive with a brokerage that has Broker Bay, you can pull up the listing information if it's, if it's been uploaded to the system. So if you wanted to try and reach out to the agent or book an appointment and you were with your clients, you could do that really quickly on the spot when you're at the house, or at least figure out, hey, can I get my guys in here while I'm out with them, right? Um, alternatively, if you see a for sale sign that just went up today when you happen to be out showing and it's on the same street, open Broker Bay and book an appointment on the spot with your clients there and get them in. You're a rock star by doing that, right? And they're gonna, like the technology is so efficient that you know it's it's basically our a huge tool for our business that. Not everybody's using the way they should be or could be, I think. Um, but yeah, Broker Bay is awesome, Gary. I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad you're catching up on it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. it I will say though, I didn't know about the sharing listings thing. That was what you taught me today. So there you go. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I, I, I love it. And, and uh, that text, I finally just had a look at that text. Uh, that was Dylan texting me through broker bay <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> i love it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and one of the other great things about it um while we're thinking about it is if you're on the road and i know this happens with with coaching guys all the time where they show a property and then a uh, you know they their clients like it they want to put in an offer and then they get the page offer registered right if they if they have the paperwork kind of somewhat prepped and ready to go between authenticine web forms and broker bay you could finish the offer get it signed and registered within 20 to 30 maybe 40 minutes if you're proficient with your systems and be competitive for your clients without leaving your car right yeah. like that's that's just something that we weren't really able to do before all of this technology came out so yeah. make sure you know what your systems do for you and how to use them quickly so we can not miss out on opportunities because there's nothing worse, right? You show a house, your clients love it. And then it's like, oh, I got to drive back to the office, prep the offer. do, And by the time you get it done, you're like, I, I'm not, I'm going to miss the deadline. Um, and, you know, you don't want to be the agent that tells your client, I can't get that in for you in time. Hey, hey, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So yeah, yeah, the message here is use the tools that we have in front of us. Broker base. Fantastic. This is the mobile side of it. Of course we have access yeah. to a desktop side of it, which is uh, very similar to this in fact. And yeah. uh, we don't have as, as listing agents or agents, we don't have to manage really any part of it because um, it'll pull in the information from Trevor Stratus. And when we do have exclusives, uh, we send it to the front desk and our, 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 um, our front desk staff, our call coordinators will take care of it from that perspective. And mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're excited for the industry as we, as we get better technology wise. And I know Jen and I have talked in the past about um, Treb and um, oh my gosh, can't remember the name of uh, it, 
uh, Realm is coming in, Realm, which is yeah, uh, yeah. a new platform that will be able to view listings, uh, and that's coming soon. So we'll definitely make sure we get a good overview of that as well. So there you go, my friends, Broker yeah. Bay. <laughs> I love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. So Jen, we've talked about wearing socks at showings. We talked about thongs <laughs> and yeah. we've talked yeah. about collateral agreements. We've talked about obviously broker Bay and, and this yeah. is my favorite. I'm going to go back to this as Dylan says, the shameless plug, change your Wi-Fi settings. <laughs> right. And Michelle, yeah, you're going to figure out how you can do that. Um, this yep. is super cool because we want to make sure that the world knows that we are realtors, right? That's it. Yeah. Tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I don't know that wraps up today's show. What do you think? I think we're good. We had a lot of good points today, right? 801s. We know what to do. Socks, wear them. <laughs> Broker Bay, <laughs> learn how to use it, right? Uh, what else do we cover? All that other stuff, right? It's just, it's just about implementation for a lot of the systems, but, uh, the more we talk about it and you guys get exposed to it, the easier it's going to be to run your business and produce more. So that's why we talk about it. Yeah. And also because yeah. we like it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, that brings us to the end of our show. So for Jen Silbernagle, I'm Gary McGowan. Of course, you could always catch us on your favorite podcast player of choice and uh, watch for the training calendar to see when we're on next. Uh, it'll be, I believe, in two Tuesdays from now. We're going every other Tuesday, yeah. so it should be a lot of fun. And uh, we're looking forward to connecting with you and having some uh, surprise guests along the way as well. So we'll see everybody on the next show. Uh, bye for now. Bye, guys.